0: Welcome to Season 6 of the Presently Engaged Podcast. Here, you'll find short, friendly, Jesus-focused encouragement to live intentionally right where you are. I'm Mandy Pollock, and I'm really glad that you are here. In this episode, we will have a devotional thought sourced from life, then we'll end the podcast with a scripture reading. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version of a passage. This will give us the opportunity to center our minds on Jesus and our hearts on His Word, because lives will change as we engage with God's Word. Would you be willing to share this podcast with someone you think might be encouraged by it? Listen in and then join me at presentlyengaged.com. I'm so grateful for your time and glad that you are here. Camera in hand, I would linger long around the cathedrals outside. The external walls, bathed in the warm afternoon light, called for photographic exploration. Only after thoroughly exploring all sides of the cathedral would I peek inside for a quick snap. Perhaps it's the nature of a European cathedral or entering the Catholic world with a Protestant's clothes, but I always feel like I'm interrupted, like I'm getting away with something. Opaque stained glass windows of diminutive size filter any light that may be trying to peek through the clouds. A cloudy day magnifies this effect. Walking in, you can smell the musty history. There's a hush and a shuffle, as visitors add their whispers to the whispers of decades and centuries. How many 9-year-old boys have been shushed? How many 12-year-old girls' eyes have searched the ease for something interesting to hold their attention? How many faithful and sincere knees have knelt in this place? The beauty of a European cathedral is stunning, overwhelming, and beautiful. The craftsmanship of a bygone era leaves me speechless every time. Even without the religious overtones that accompany walking past and into St. Stephen's Cathedral in Vienna or St. Mark's Cathedral in Venice or the Hagia Sophia in Istanbul, that soaring architecture and design is almost a religion to itself. Once inside, guild-plated saints and stained glass inspire one to pause and ponder and reflect. I used to love the outside of a cathedral more than the inside, though. With my camera and my wide-angle lens, I could capture the detail of the structure, the visitors walking in and out, the, the, the difference of medieval and modern living side by side. But then I discovered a photographic technique that changed how I feel about cathedrals. A photographer can take a picture with the recommendation of the light meter for shutter speed and aperture, resulting in what the camera defines as medium tone. This works well on a grassy knoll, in standard lighting, or a well-lit room. But in an area of high contrast, a skilled photographer will consistently increase or decrease exposure to emphasize a desired part of an image. For example, decreasing exposure will emphasize the blue of the sky on a perfect day. And increasing exposure will emphasize the details in the shadows in a dark, venerable cathedral. Most often this is achieved by opening the aperture as wide as possible, increasing the duration that the shutter is open or both. Candle light is insufficient in a cathedral. Natural light is unpredictable and variable. For a well-lit image, a photographer will overexpose the frame so that additional light is recorded on the camera sensor. Our hearts and lives are just a tad dark and musty at times, aren't they? Personal drive is insufficient. The natural lighting of mood and feeling are unpredictable and variable. As writers with light, we need to open the shutter and let the light in. And it's the beauty of an external source, the sun, that makes all the difference. So friend, if you want to see details, let the light in. If you want to inspire others, let the light in. If you want to see hope, let the light in. It's funny, but light makes me feel like I'm not interrupting. It adds a fresh, well, lightness to a holy place. First 1 John 1, 1.7 put this truth into words. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. What is one thing that you can do today to allow and embrace God's light shining on you today? Open the shutter and let in the light. I'll end with a photographic side note. When you choose to have a long shutter speed, you will need a stable foundation. The many blurry images on my hard drive attest to the fact that I cannot handhold a 1 15th second exposure. So whether you use a tripod, a bench, a friend's shoulder, or the floor itself, make sure you have a sturdy and stable foundation. Isn't that just like life? Join me as we read Psalm chapter 103 together. Of David, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy You may feel like your future holds far more question marks than exclamation points. Life Purpose Planning is a 10-lesson course that helps young people define and fulfill their individual God-given purpose and calling as they engage in life-changing service and prepare for world-changing impact. It's a tool for young world-changers wondering, why am I here and what should I do about it? and is a tool for parents and mentors who are looking for a way to intentionally pursue, understand, and support their high schooler or college students' dreams. Find out more at lifepurposeplanning.org and go change the world.